Cleopatra Seventh Philopater, also known as the Father Beloved. Born possibly either in 17 or 69 BC and will die in 10 August 30 BC. Was queen of the Ptolemaic Kingdom of Egypt from 51 to 30 BC and its last active ruler. A member of the Ptolemaic dynasty, she was a descendant of its founder Ptolemy I Sotter, a Macedonian Greek general and companion of Alexander the Great. After the death of Cleopatra, Egypt became a province of the Roman Empire, marking the end of the last Hellenistic state in the Mediterranean and of the age that had lasted since the reign of Alexander, 336-323 BC. Although her first language was coined Greek, she was the only Ptolemaic ruler to learn and use the Egyptian language. In 58 BC, Cleopatra presumably accompanied her father, Ptolemy XII, Auletes, during his exile to Rome after revolt in Egypt, a Roman client state. Allow his rival daughter Berenice IV to claim his throne. Berenice was killed in 55 BC when Ptolemy returned to Egypt with Roman military assistance. When he died in 51 BC, the joint reign of Cleopatra and her brother, Ptolemy XIII, began. But a falling out between them led to open civil war. After losing the 48 BC Battle of Pharsalus in Greece against his rival Julius Caesar. Kaiser? Caesar? Julius Caesar? Yeah, I'll go for Caesar. A Roman dictator and consul in Caesar's civil war, the Roman statesman Pompey fled to Egypt. Pompey had been a political ally of Ptolemy XII, but Ptolemy XIII, at the urging of his court eunuchs, had Pompey ambushed and killed before Caesar arrived and occupied Alexandria. Caesar then attempted to reconcile the rival Ptolemaic siblings. But Ptolemy's chief advisor, Pothinus, viewed Caesar's terms as favoring Cleopatra. So his forces besieged her and Caesar at the palace. Shortly after the siege was lifted by reinforcements, Ptolemy XIII died in the Battle of the Nile. Cleopatra's half-sister, Arsino, fourth, was eventually exiled to Ephesus for her role in carrying out the siege. Caesar declared Cleopatra and her brother Ptolemy fourth, joint rulers but maintained the private affair with Cleopatra that produced a son, Caesarion. Cleopatra traveled to Rome as a client queen in 46 and 44 BC, where she stayed at Caesar's villa. After the assassination of Caesar and, on her orders, Ptolemy IV in 44 BC, she named Caesarian co ruler as Ptolemy V. In Liberator's Civil War 43 42, Cleopatra sided with the Roman Second Triumvirate, formed by Caesar's grandnephew and heir Octavian, Mark Antony, and Marcus Aemilius Lepidus. After the meeting, the meeting at Tarsus in 41 BC, the queen had an affair with Antony. He carried out the execution of Arsinoa and their request, and became increasingly reliant on Cleopatra for both funding and military aids during his evasions of the Parthian Empire and the King of Armenia. The donations of Alexander declared their children Alexander Helios, Cleopatra Selene II, and Ptolemy Philadelphus, rulers over the various erstwhile territories under Antony's triumphal authority. These events, their marriage, and Antony's divorce of Octavian's sister, Octavian Minor, led to the final war of the Roman Republic. Octavian engaged in a war of propaganda, forcing Antony's allies in the Roman Senate to flee Rome in 32 BC and declare war on Cleopatra. After defeating Antony and Cleopatra's naval fleet at the 31 BC Battle of Actium, Octavian's force invaded Egypt in 30 BC and defeated Antony, leading to Antony's suicide. When Cleopatra learned that Octavian planned to bring her to his Roman triumphal procession, she killed herself, poisoning, contrary to belief that she was beaten by an asp. Cleopatra's legacy survives in ancient and modern works of art. Roman historiography and Latin poetry produced a general critical view of the queen that pervaded later medieval and Renaissance literature. Individual arts, her ancient depictions include Roman busts, 
paintings and sculptures, cameo carvings in glass, Potomac and Roman coinage, and reliefs. In Renaissance and Baroque art, she was the subject of many works, including operas, paintings, poetry, sculptures, and theatrical dramas. She has become a pop culture icon of Egyptomania since the Victorian era and in modern times. Cleopatra's appeared in the applied and fine arts, burlesque satire, Hollywood films, and brand images for commercial products. The Latinizing form of Cleopatra comes from ancient Greek, meaning glory of her father. Which of her father. Since it comes from the words Cleos, which means glory, and Pater, father. The masculine form would have been written either as Cleopatros or Patroclos. Cleopatra was the name of Alexander the Great Sister, as well as Cleopatra Axil Alcyon? Alcyon, wife of the Meliagar in Greek mythology. Two of the marriage of Ptolemy V Epiphanes and Cleopatra V Syra, a Seleucid princess. The name entered the Ptolemaic dynasty. Cleopatra's adopted title, Thea Philopatra, means goddess who loves her father. Ptolemaic pharaohs were crowned by the Egyptian high priest of the Ptah at Memphis, but resided in the multicultural and largely Greek city of Alexandria, established by Alexander the Great of Macedon. They spoke Greek and governed Egypt as Hellenistic Greek monarchs, refusing to learn the native Egyptian language. In contrast, Cleopatra could speak multiple languages by adulthood and was the first Ptolemaic ruler to learn the Egyptian language. Plutarch implies that she also spoke Ethiopian, the language of the Troglodytes, Hebrew, or, Arama, or Aramaic, Arabic, the Syrian language, perhaps Syriac, Median, and Parchin, and she could apparently also speak Latin, although her Roman contemporaries would have preferred to speak with her in her native coin Greek. And this language of the Troglodytes, uh, by the way, it's known as the comes from the, the people called the Troglodytae or Troglodyti, which were people mentioned in various location by many ancient Greek and Roman geographers and historians, including Herodotus, Agatharsidis, Diodorus Sicilus, Strabo, Pliny, Josephus, Tacitus, Claudius Aelianus, Porphyry. Since the, the subject of this video, of this uh, episode is just going to be about Cleopatra, I don't think we're going to uh, spar much mouth who or these troglodyte people are. Roman divisionism in Egypt predated the reign of Cleopatra. When Ptolemy the Nift the Litrus died in late 81 BC, he was succeeded by his daughter, Bernice III. With opposition wounding at the royal court against the idea of a sole reigning female monarch, Bernice III accepted a joint rule and marriage with her cousin, stepson, Ptolemy XI Alexander II, an arrangement made by the Roman dictator Sulia. Ptolemy XI had his wife killed shortly after the marriage in BC and was lynched soon after the resulting right over the assassination. Ptolemy XI and perhaps his uncle Ptolemy IX or father Ptolemy X Alexander I willed assassination of willed the Ptolemaic kingdom to Rome as collateral for loans, so that Roman Romans had legal grounds to take over Egypt, Clan State, after the assassination of Ptolemy XI. The Romans chose instead to divide the Ptolemaic realm among the sons of Ptolemy IX, made stowing Cyprus on Ptolemy of Cyprus and Egypt on Ptolemy XII Aletes. Cleopatra VII was born in early 69 BC to ruling Ptolemaic pharaoh, Ptolemy 
twelfth, an uncertain mother, presumably Ptolemy twelfth's wife, Cleopatra VI Treophena, also known as Cleopatra V Treophena, the mother of Cleopatra's older sister, Berenice IV Epiphania. Cleopatra Treophena disappears from official records a few months after the birth of Cleopatra in 69 BC. The three younger children of Ptolemy twelfth, Cleopatra's sister Arsinoe IV, and brothers Ptolemy thirteenth, Theos Philopater, and Ptolemy. Fourteenth were born in the absence of his wife. Cleopatra's shadow tutor was Philostratos, from whom she learned the Greek arts of oration and philosophy. During her youth, presumably studied at the museum, including the library of Alexandria. In 69 BC, the Roman censor Marcus Licinius Crassus argued before the Roman Senate that Rome should annex Ptolemaic Egypt. But his proposed bill and a similar bill of Tribune Servilius Rulus in 63 BC were rejected. Ptolemy XII responded to the threat of possible annexation by offering remuneration and lavish gifts to powerful Roman statesmen, such as Pompey during his campaign against Mitridates uh, VI of Pontus, and eventually Julius Caesar. After he became Roman consul in 59 BC. However, Ptolemy XII's profligate behavior bankrupted him and he was forced to acquire loans for the Roman banker Gaius Rabirius Postumus. In 58 BC, the Romans annexed Cyprus and on accusations of piracy drove Ptolemy of Cyprus, Ptolemy XII's brother, to commit suicide instead of enduring exile to Paphos. Ptolemy XII remained publicly silenced on the death of his brother, a decision which Along with seeding traditional Ptolemaic territory to Romans, damages credibility among subjects already enriched by his economic policies. Ptolemy XII was then exiled from Egypt by force, traveling first to Rhodes, then Athens, and finally the villa of Triumvir Pompey in the Alban Hills, near Praesnest, Italy. Ptolemy XII's uh, spent nearly a year there on the outskirts of Rome, ostensibly accompanied by his daughter Cleopatra, then about to eleven. Berenice IV sent an embassy to Rome to advocate for her rule and oppose the reinstatement of her father Ptolemy XII. Ptolemy and assassins killed the leaders of the embassy, an incident that was covered up by his powerful Roman supporters. When the Roman Senate denied Ptolemy XII the offer of an armed escort and provisions for a return to Egypt, he decided to leave Rome in late 57 BC and reside at the Temple of Artemis in Ephesus. The Roman financiers of Ptolemy XII remained determined to restore him to power. Pompey pursued Aulus Gabinius, the Roman governor of Syria, to invade Egypt and restore Ptolemy XII, offering him 10,000 talents for the proposed mission. Although it put him at odds with Roman law, Gabinius invaded Egypt in the spring of 55 BC by way of Asmodean Judea, where Icranos XII II at Antipater Didumian father of Herod the Great furnished the Roman-led army with supplies. As a young cavalry officer, Mark Antony was under Gabinius' commands. He distinguished himself by preventing Ptolemy XII from massacring the inhabitants of Pelusian and for rescuing the body of Archelaus, the husband of Bernice IV, after he was killed in battle, ensuring him a proper royal burial. Cleopatra, then 40 years of age, would have traveled with the Roman expedition to Egypt. Years later, Antony would profess that he had fallen in love with her at this time. Gabinius was put on trial in Rome for abusing his authority, for which he was acquitted, but his second trial for accepting bribes led to his exile, for which he was recalled seven years later, in 48 BC, by Kaiser. Crassus replaced him as governor of Syria and extended his provincial commands for it to Egypt, but he was killed by the Parthians at the Battle of Karai in 53 BC. Ptolemy XII and Bernice IV, and their wealthy supporters executed, seizing their properties. He allowed Gabinius largely Germanic and Gallic Roman garrison. The, Gavian, the Gaviniani to harass people on the streets of Alexandria and installed his longtime Roman financier, Averius, as his chief financial officer.
Within a year, Avarius was placed under protective custody and sent back to Rome after his life was endangered for draining Egypt of its resources. Despite his problems, Ptolemy XII created the wheel designing designating Cleopatra, and Ptolemy XIII as his joint heirs, oversaw major construction projects such as the Temple of Edufu and a temple at Dendera and civilized the economy. On 15 May, 31 May 52 BC, Cleopatra was made a regent of Ptolemy XII, as indication by an inscription in the Temple of Hathor at Endera. Rabirius was unable to collect the entirety of Ptolemy XII's debts by the time of Flatter's death, and so it was passed on to his successors, Cleopatra and Ptolemy XIII. Ptolemy XII died sometime between 22 March 51 BC, when Cleopatra, in her first act as queen, began her voyage to Hermontis, near Tebes, to install a new sacred bookies bull, or stupid as an intermediary for the god of Montu, ancient Egyptian religion. Cleopatra faced several pressing issues and emergencies shortly after taking the throne. These included famine caused by drought and a low level of the annual flooding of the Nile, and lawless behavior instigated by the Gabiniani then now unemployed and assimilated Roman soldiers left by Gabinius to garrison Egypt. In inheriting her father's debt, Cleopatra also owed the Roman Republic 17.5 million drachmas. In 50 BC, Marcus Calpurnius Bibubus, proconsul of Syria, sent his two eldest sons to Egypt, most likely to initiate with the Gabiniani, recruit them as soldiers in the desperate defense of Syria against the Parthians. The Gabiniani tortured and murdered these two, these two, perhaps with secret encouragement by rogue senior administrations, administrators in Cleopatra's court. Cleopatra sent the Gabiniani culprits to Bibulus as prisoners awaiting his judgment, but he sent them back to Cleopatra, criticizing her for interfering in their adjudication, which was the prerogative of the Roman Senate. Bibulus, starting with Pompey in Caesar's civil war, failed to prevent Caesar from learning a naval fleet in Greece, which ultimately allowed Caesar to reach Egypt in pursuit of Pompey. By 29 August 51 BC, official documents started listing Cleopatra as her sole ruler, evidence that she had rejected her brother Ptolemy Tertith as a co-ruler. She had probably married him, but there is no record of this. The Ptolemaic practice of sibling marriage was introduced by Ptolemy II and his sister Arsinoe II, a long-held royal Egyptian practice. It was loathed by contemporary Greeks. By the reign of Cleopatra, however, it was considered a normal arrangement for Ptolemaic rulers. Despite Cleopatra's rejection of him, Ptolemy Tertith still retained powerful allies. Notably, the eunuch Potenos, his childhood tutor, tutor, regent, and administrator of his properties. Others involved in the cabal against Cleopatra included Achilles, prominent military commander, and Theodotus of Chios, another tutor of Ptolemy XIII. Cleopatra seems to have attempted to short lived alliance with her brother Ptolemy XIV, but the autumn of 50 BC, Ptolemy XIII had the upper hand in their conflict and began signing documents with his name before that of his sister followed by the establishment of his first regnal date in 49 BC. In the summer of 49 BC, Cleopatra and her forces were still fighting against Ptolemy XIII within Alexandria when Pompey's son, Gnaeus Pompeius, arrived, seeking military aid on behalf of his father. After returning to Italy from the wars in Gaul, crossing Rubicon in January of 49 BC, Caesar had forced Pompey and his supporters to flee to Greece. In perhaps their last joint degree, both Cleopatra and Ptolemy XIII agreed to Gnaeus Pompey's request and sent his father 60 ships and 500 troops, including the Gabiniani, a move that helped the race south of depth over to Rome. Losing the fight against their brother, Cleopatra was then forced to flee Alexandria and withdraw to the region of Tibis. By the spring of 48 BC, Cleopatra traveled to Roman Syria with her younger sister, Asinoe IV, to gather an invasion force that will head to Egypt. She returned with an army, but her advance to Alexandria was blocked by her brother's forces. 
including some Gabiniani with Lazar to fight against her, so she kept her outside. Pollution in the eastern Nile Delta. In Greece, Caesar and Pope's forces engaged each other at an decisive battle of Parcells on 9th August 48 BC, leading to the destruction of most of Pompey's army and his forced flight to Tyre, Lebanon, given his close relationship with the Ptolemies. Pompey ultimately decided Egypt would place, be his place of refuge, where he could replenish his forces. Ptolemy's Turfian's advisors, however, feared the idea of Pompey using Egypt as his base in a protracted Roman civil war. In a scheme devised by Theodotus, Pompey arrived by ship near Polosian after being invited by a written message, only to be ambushed and stabbed to death on 28 September 48 BC. Ptolemy Terfin believed he had demonstrated his power and simultaneously defused the situation by having Pompey's head. Severe and embalmed, sent to Caesar, who arrived in Alexandria by early October, took up residence in the royal palace. Caesar expressed grief and outrage over the killing of Pompey and, and Calum both. On, uh, on both Ptolemy turned thief and Cleopatra to disband their forces and reconcile with each other. Ptolemy Thirteenth arrived at Alexandria at the end of his army. In clear defiance of Caesar's demands that he disband and leave his army before his arrival, Cleopatra initially sent emissaries to Caesar, but openly hearing that Caesar was inclined to having affairs with royal women, she came to Alexandria to see him personally. Historian Cassius Dio records that she did so without informing her brother, dressed in an attractive manner, and charmed Caesar with her wit. Plutarch provides an entirely different account that the legs she was bound inside a bad sack to be smuggled into the palace to meet Caesar. When Ptolemy Terfune realized that his sister was in the palace consorting nearly with Caesar, he attempted to ruin the populace of Alexandria into a riot. When he was arrested by Caesar, using his rhetorical skills to calm the frenzied crowds, Caesar then brought Cleopatra and Ptolemy Terfune before the assembly of Alexandria, where Caesar revealed the written will of Ptolemy XII, previously possessed by Pompey, naming Cleopatra and Ptolemy Terfune as joint heirs. Caesar then attempted to wrench for the other two siblings, Arsinoa IV, Ptolemy XIV to rule together over Cyprus, thus removing potential rival claimants to the Egyptian throne, also appeasing the Ptolemaic subjects still bitter over the loss of Cyprus to the Romans in 58 BC. Judging his agreements favored Cleopatra over Ptolemy XIV, the latter's army of 20,000, including the Gabiniani, could most likely defeat Caesar's army of 4,000 unsupported troops. Pothenus decided to have Achilles with their forces like Senate to attack both Caesar and Cleopatra. After Caesar managed to execute Pothenus, Arsenal IV joined a force with Achilles and was declared queen, but soon afterward, their tutor, Ganymedes killed Achilles and took his position as commander of her army. Ganymedes then tricked Caesar into requesting the princess of the erstwhile captive Ptolemy Tertif as initiator, only to have him join the army of Arsinoe IV. The resulting siege of the palace with Caesar, with Caesar and Cleopatra trapped together inside, lasted the following year of 47 BC. Sometime between January and March of 47 BC, Caesar's reinforcements arrived, including those led by Mithridates of Pergamon, Antipater, the Indumayan, Ptolemy XIII and Arsinoa IV withdrew their forces to the Nile, where Caesar attacked them. Ptolemy XIII tried to flee by boat, but it capsized and he drowned. Ganymedes may have been killed in the battle. Theodos was found years later in Asia by Marcus Junius Brutus and executed. Arsinoa IV was forcefully paraded in Caesar's triumph in Rome before being exiled to the Temple of Artemis at Ephesus. Cleopatra was conspicuously absent from these events and resided at the palace, most likely because she had been pregnant with Caesar's child since September 48 BC. Caesar's term as consul had expired in the 48 BC. However, Antony, an officer of his, helped to secure Caesar's appointment as dictator lasting for a year. On October 47 BC, providing Caesar with legal 
with the legal authority to settle a dynastic dispute in Egypt. Wary of repeating the mistake of Cleopatra's sister, Bernie is forced having a female monarch as a sole ruler. Caesar appointed Cleopatra's 12-year-old brother, Ptolemy XIV, as joint ruler with a 22-year-old Cleopatra in a nominal sibling marriage, but Cleopatra continued living privately with Caesar. The exact date at which Cyprus was returned to her control is not known, although she had a governor there by 42 BC. Caesar is alleged to have joined Cleopatra for a cruise on the, of Tanah and sightseeing of Egyptian monuments. Although this may be a romantic tale reflecting later well-to-do Roman proclivities and other real historical events, the historian Suetonius provided considerable details about the voyage, including use of Talamegos, the pleasure barge constructed by Ptolemy IV, which during his reign measured 90 meters in length and 24 meters in eight and was complete with dining rooms, state rooms, all the shrines and promenades along its two decks, resembling a floating villa. Caesar would have had an interest in Nile cruise owing to his fascination in geography. He was well read in the works of Eratosthenes and Pythias, perhaps wanted to discover the source of the river, but turned back before reaching Ethiopia. Caesar departed from Egypt around April 47 BC, allegedly to confront Pharnaces II of Pontus, the son of Mitridates VI of Pontus, who was stirring up trouble for Rome and Italia. It's possible that Caesar, married to the prominent Roman woman Calpurnia, also wanted to avoid being seen together with Cleopatra when she bore him their son. He left three legions in Egypt, later increased to four under the command of Friedman Rufio to secure Cleopatra's tenuous position, but also perhaps to keep her activities in check. Caesarion, Cleopatra's legate child with Caesar, was born 23 June 47 BC and was originally named Pharaoh Caesar, as a preserved on a stele at the Serapeon of Saqqara. Perhaps owing to his still childless marriage with Calpurnia, Caesar remained politically silent about Caesarion, but perhaps accepted his privilege in private. Cleopatra, on the other hand, made repeated official declarations about Caesarion's parentage, naming Caesar as the father. Cleopatra and their nominal joint ruler Ptolemy IV visited Fourteenth visited Rome sometime late in 46 BC, present without Caesarion, were given lodging in Caesarion's villa within the Archis Caesaris, or Caesaris, as with their the father Ptolemy XII, Caesar awarded both Cleopatra and Ptolemy XIV the legal status of friend and ally of the Roman people, which in Latin will be Socius et amicus populi Romani, in the effect client rulers of loyal to Rome. Cleopatra visitors at Caesar's villa across the Tiber included the senator Cicero, who found their arrogance. Sosigenus of Alexandria, one of the members of Cleopatra's court, aided Caesar in the calculations of the new Julian Caldar, put into effect 1 January 47, 45 BC. The Temple of Venus Genetrix, established in the form of Caesar on 55 September 46 BC, contained the golden statue of Cleopatra, which stood there at least until 3rd century AD. Associated the matter of Caesar's child, directly with the goddess Venus, mother of the Romans. The statue also subtly linked the Egyptian goddess Isis with the Roman religion. Cleopatra's presence in Rome most likely had an effect on the events of the Lupercali festival a month before Caesar's assassination, entering into him to place a royal DD in them on Caesar's head, but the latter refusing in what was most likely such a performance, perhaps to gauge the Roman Republic's mood about accepting Hellenistic-style kingship. Cicero, who was present at the festival, mockingly asked where the diadem came from, an obvious reference to the Ptolemaic queen whom he abhorred. Caesar was assassinated on the Eids of March, 15 March 44 BC, but Cleopatra stayed in Rome until about mid-April, when hope of having Caesarion recognized as Caesar's heir. However, Caesar's will named his grandnephew Octavian as a primary heir, and Octavian arrived in Italy around the same time Cleopatra decided to depart for Egypt. A few months later, Cleopatra had Ptolemy XIV killed by poisoning, elevating her son Caesarion as her co-ruler.